how do we normally start this <laughs> off? It's been oh, too I'm long. Sorry. Yeah, everybody. Um, it does not apply to you guys because we have not released any of these episodes yet. Sabrina <laughs> decided to get COVID. Ah, uh, pink eye first. Pink eye. No, it was co- flu. Whatever, dude. She got flu, every illness. Viral pink mankind. eye. We are not... I was about to say we haven't seen each other, but that's not true because we spent every day this weekend <laughs> together to make up for it. We have not recorded, though, in like a month. Yeah. Doing great. Yeah. I To be fair, I didn't get the first two illnesses. That's true. Yeah. And our pediatrician literally said yesterday. She has your phone number memorized. Basically. She's actually a family friend, so probably. <laughs> but she said last night that we only need to get hand and foot and we've hit the connect for winnings. Is this a thing that we're, like, proud of? I don't know. <laughs> but she Aww. was just like, you guys have had everything. What are you going to bring to me next? Have Storm eat some more boogers. Yeah. Did she do it? that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the other day, Zelda was, like, full on picking her nails <laughs> while I was cutting Matt's sister's hair. Oh, my gosh. And his sister was like, hey, what are you doing? And Zelda looks at her like she's so dumb. And she's like, I'm, I have boogers. <laughs> she's like right on up there. So That's sweet belly. She doesn't eat them. That's true. So She maybe just feeds it to Teddy. Be like, clean this up. I highly doubt. Teddy's the pickiest eater. I highly <laughs> doubt boogers are on the menu for <laughs> So, okay, cool. We're doing, uh, I'm not going to tell you. Do you want to take my notes? Oh my God. I will tell you what I did not do was rewatch this fucking movie. Uh, This movie, I, okay. I honestly loved this movie when I first saw it. And then when I was rewatching it, it took me like multiple days to even get there. Cause I was like, this fucking sucks. Anyways, I should probably tell you what movie this is. Welcome to the cursed episode. Yes, where which is what we were referring to it. We tried to record it six weeks later. Um, today we're going to be talking about the orphan. Can I tell you when I watched this movie? When? Uh, well, I mean, I watched it the first week. Obviously, the first week we were meant to record it, but I watched it at work <laughs> because I was so scared. <laughs> because I hate scary movies. Is this what's going to happen, like, every time I make you watch a scary movie? Um, But not if my boss is listening. I definitely don't watch this at work. But I did. Wait, what do you mean if your boss is listening? If my boss ends up listening to this podcast, I don't want to be like, oh, wow, she watches this at work. Like, if we're actually, like, successful at some point in our lives. Right? I don't, yeah. Okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. He's never, he will hear my voice and turn it off. We'll cut that out. We don't have to cut it out. He's not going to listen. That was wishful thinking. <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, Oh, but if you are listening, can you please tell us about the ghost in the mountains? Oh my God, please tell us about the ghost in your base, your dad's basement. Is it basement? It, it is. It's a basement. At, okay. I will not get into it right now <laughs> because this will take a long time. There is a ghost in that basement for sure. I thought it was like by the front door. No. Uh, see, really this this is why Mr. Boss, sir, I really, really need you to he tell me. I believe it was a ghost, but I saw the picture. I saw the picture. Uh, his dad's mountain house that no one was in. The camera went off. There was someone in there. There was a screenshot of it. I saw it going around the office. It was a fucking ghost for sure. And he was trying to tell everybody, oh, it was like a freeze frame of my cousin from like a month ago. But why does your cousin have long hair and wearing old clothes? I mean, the long hair we can get behind. Like, you know, everyone has 
not everyone, but a lot of people have long hair, Elizabeth. You have long hair. hair. I'm (laughs) just saying, not like that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that lady ghost has not been to a salon for a very long time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Either way, we want to know the full story. Yeah. So back to my original. I washed it at work. The first 15 minutes, freaking the fuck out. Nothing happens in the first 15 minutes. Anticipation that something was going to (laughs) happen that had me scared. Paused the movie, Googled all the jump scares. I can't believe you did that. (laughs) And then had a more comfortable experience where I knew when to close my eyes. Do we need to, like, give you, like, pass you over some of my anxiety medications (laughs) when I make you watch scary movies? Anyways, so scary movies are hard. Uh, They're the best. It was not a horrible, it was a horrible movie, but. I mean, it was, I think we have different definitions for for reasons why we're calling it horrible. I don't like things that scare me. That's fair. Okay. It's a good thing there's nothing scary about this movie. So we're going to talk about the orphan. I love the eye rolls. I'm getting. <laughs> okay. So it was released in 2009 and it is rated R for multiple reasons. Streaming locations, you can rent or buy it on Vudu, Prime, and Apple TV. Or if you have a subscription to Paramount Plus, you can just stream it there. And if you don't have a Paramount Plus subscription, you should totally get it because they have really good shows on there now. You, none you would like no, the shows true. that I'm that's talking not about. That's not, true. that's not true. I watched Survivor on there. I didn't even know that was on there. I was talking about like evil, that no. show. You know I was. No, I watched Survival. Survival. Wow. Survivor. Uh, to be a... I kid myself into thinking I would be a contestant, but I never would. I think you could do it. Oh my god, poop outside? No. You know the same time that uh, you picked this movie, that same week that I watched it, someone posted a meme about how this movie was like the most underrated movie of its That's time. That's disgusting. This is like the worst movie ever. Right. I Oh, I could not agree more. I just thought it was super creepy that I had just watched it and then they posted that. They're listening to you. You Stop have an her. Alexa. You know what's Whoever happening. Whoever you are, I can't remember, but you're stalking <laughs> me, so I'll never know because I don't remember. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is 63% based on audience and 57% based on the tomato meter, which is like the critics rating. Based on my meter, I would say don't watch it. It's not worth your time. I could not agree more. <laughs> don't watch it. You'll have anxiety in the first 15 minutes. I think that's the quickest you've ever agreed with me in your life. Thank you. So summary or synopsis of this is Kate and John Coleman are rebuilding their troubled marriage after the loss of their baby. Just such a graphic way they showed that. Yeah. And like the very beginning of the movie, it was so obnoxious. Yeah, there was nothing in the beginning of the movie that was scary. That wasn't scary. Except the dead baby. There was just like a little blood on the floor scary so i mean i guess the little dead baby was a little creepy anyways um the couple decided to adopt a child when they met nine-year-old esther at saint mariana orphanage um they immediately fell in love with her because she was well educated their son daniel was hostile towards his new sister but their deaf mute daughter max is (laughs) their words enchanted with her at first Eventually, Kate begins to feel that Esther is manipulative and possibly even psychologically damaged. John refuses to listen to his wife's misgivings. Kate calls sister Abigail at the orphanage 
and the nun informs her that Esther has troubled and mysterious history, and Kate delves further into Esther's past and discovers that she is not what she seems to be. And so, like, troubled and mysterious history is, like, she's murdered people before. Yeah. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. And she was mysteriously the only one who survived. Yeah. In the, should I say, like, the ending of the movie? Yeah, that's, if you haven't watched this movie, don't. We'll spoil it for you here. <laughs> um, Sabrina can do it better. Uh, it's fine. Um, now I'm trying to make sure I don't tell the ending of my story with the ending of the movie because I might get it mixed oh, up. Oh, don't give it away. Okay. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, okay. So in this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of true movies, Um, but true movies can be broken down into three categories of true. True story, based on true story, and inspired by a true story. And correct me if I'm saying this wrong, because you'll probably word it better than I can, but a true story basically um, tells a story exactly how it happened. Based on a true story, sticks close to the original story with a few tweaks and and then inspired by is exactly how it sounds and if it occurs inspires a movie but the movie takes a lot of creative liberties with the events that have happened you did great thanks i was trying to find the thing that you had sent me originally and i was like mm, i exited out of it so i'm like rewire this maybe i can get to it um and so i would describe orphan as an inspired by a true story because it's literally nothing like the actual story okay so the real story the real orphan is barbara barbara but i've so i've heard it can pronounce barbara oh my god that's like my mother (laughs) that's exactly what i was thinking his name is deborah A.K.A. Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I thought about. I was like, this woman. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Barbara because only one source was saying Barbara. And I just don't. I'm sorry if that's your real name. Actually, not sorry because I don't really like you anyways. But like Barbara is a bit much for me. So Barbara was adopted by... Clara Morova and her husband. Barbara was able to convince Clara that she ran away. Okay, this this first part is going to get so muddled because there are so many different origin stories, and by so many, there's three that I'm about to tell you about. But like, they're all like the origin of how Barbara became adopted by Clara. You know, what my favorite is that the husband doesn't even get a name. <laughs> they're just like. And her husband. And her husband, yeah. Because he's not important. He literally just, like, he's here to adopt, and then he's gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Barbara was adopted. Um, She was, okay, first theory is she was able to convince Clara that she ran away from a juvenile center and had nowhere to go and that her name was really Anik. Oh, I knew I was going to do that. Anichka. Anika. <laughs> One of those is maybe right. Maybe. I'm going to go with Anika because... I don't know if I'm putting too much accent on a niche. Uh, Czech Republic. Mm. So I don't know why I asked. Like, I actually would know (laughs) how to 
pronounce it? I feel like it could be Anichka. So it's A-N-I-C-K-A. And the C-K is what gives it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That was horrible. <laughs> I'm, other places have referred to her as Anna. So maybe that's a nickname. So I'm going to refer to her as Anna as well. Probably best. Yeah. <laughs> I practiced it, but I could even while I was practicing, I could not get my mouth to move the correct yeah. way. I was like, my southern brain can't handle this. <laughs> okay, so Clara decided that her family would take in Anna. And Clara already had two children at home, Jacob and Andre. Clara also happened to have schizophrenia. Ah. Yeah, okay. And then this is another theory, is that Barbara was a student... At the same university as Clara. And that's where they met. And they became friends before adopting her. Uh, it'll make a little more sense in a second. Okay. And then another source said that Clara knew Anna was Barbara the entire time. And was adopting her as part of a cult initiation. Spooky. Yeah. So Barbara has hypo... Hmm, Hypopituitarianism. If you say it really fast like that. <laughs> It actually sounds like you know what you're saying. <laughs> it's actually correct. I had to just like, because I wanted to say high pop and high pop is not right. It's hypopituitarianism. It's okay. Because it's a hypo, low, pituitary, pituitary gland ism. Ism. Yeah. Is Which is, yeah. No, Which I got is... you. I was just thinking like, <laughs> I know you knew what you were saying. <laughs> okay. The pause before that word would have said <laughs> I was giving some confidence into, <laughs> into you. Into me, thank you. you. I'll just absorb it all. <laughs> okay. She had a disorder that causes a decrease in her somatropin hormone, which caused her to look like a young girl. She often got in trouble with the law and always pretended to be a minor in order to have the charges dropped. And her legal age was 13, even though she was actually 33. And she was also an award-winning classical composer at this time. So she's had like full-blown adult life. Because of this, I, so I kind of have like weird theories, right? Because, yeah, like my own personal theories, because there's not, there's not from what I saw, like a definitive way that any of the introduction happened. Like all of them will make sense as I tell the story, but like there's not a definitive way. But I think personally, the first one makes more sense because if she looked 13 and she was able to convince her that she ran away from a juvenile detention center and was like hanging out like if you combine these it makes sense so she was like a 13 year old hanging out on a university campus who just happened to come across this person while she was studying and like befriended her and like convinced her of the sob story those two combined make sense or the cult initiation makes sense which we'll find out if homegirl mama what's her name clara clara did suffer from schizophrenia mm-hmm. then maybe she would think that she was in a cult right okay i follow yeah i'm picking up what you're laying down thanks after living with the family anna started to get jealous of her new brothers so much so that she started making lies in order to get them in trouble this causes a lot of issues in the household and eventually Clara's husband leaves that's kind of a parallel to the movie not like a direct parallel 
but in the movie, instead of tormenting her brother, she's tormenting the mother. Uh, so I guess that's a stretch. Yeah. For inspired by. Well, no, that's still. Ins- I mean, a lot of this is still like kind of making sense. As it doesn't have to be like too many things falling into place. Look at the Jennifer's body thing. <laughs> You know, that's very just lightly dabbling in some inspiration. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so after the divorce, Clara decides that it's a good idea to have her sister, Katharina. Katharina? It's it's probably pronounced Katarina, but there's an H. So Katharina? Who knows? Who knows? Move in with the family as well, which makes complete sense because... Once you go through a divorce, you're super highly emotional, right? And then you have two kids with big emotions as well. And then, like, the financial burden and all that stuff. So, like, move your single sister in. Makes sense, right? Yeah, especially if you're in a cult. Get her to join the cult. (laughs) Oh, the foreshadowing. Because, I mean, I don't know. I would have you move in with me. Obviously, Matt can, too, if you're still together. (laughs) If you guys are getting a divorce... Matt and I are getting a divorce. <laughs> okay, so all that makes sense. And then from, like, this point on, none of her actions make sense ever again. Interesting. Yeah. So Clara, Catherine, and Anna join a cult called the Growl Movement Cult. And it is run, it was created by Oscar Ernst Bernhardt. who did you see a picture of him? I did. Is he hot? Mm, mm, mm. I would say I'm no. I'm so confused by cults. I would say no. When the leader is not an attractive person. I don't think it really has to do with, like, oh, I know it attractiveness, I know it but more like... I'm being so shallow right now. I just can't imagine myself following somebody who's not physically attractive around for the rest of my life. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so he called himself the Servant of Light. Um, he was the founder of the Growl Movement Code. <laughs> I think, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I guess he could have been like, I don't know. He could have claimed to be a reincarnation or something to give Jesus himself. Jesus' first cousin. <laughs> well, so he, his first book. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He wrote the first book of the cult's canon, which describes a new, an quote unquote, new belief system. Um, basically, it like combines reincarnation with like modern Christianity already. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he, he died. But yeah, he back as but he that. died as Moses in oh, a past life. Oh, oh, God. How did I not know? I know. That? I mean, wrong, wrong, wrong Bible person. You thought it was Jesus. He's really Moses. Yeah, he's a lot more humble yeah. than I thought. <laughs> yeah, parting the Red Sea, Ten Commandments, yeah, you know. No <laughs> the basis of Christianity. I, you could maybe argue that Moses was a cult leader, so he has some experience. Oh, Maybe. past life. Yeah. Nice. That was, I'm very impressed with you, you by now. My brain did that all by itself. <laughs> In like two seconds, two too. Seconds. Okay. So Moses dies. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm just kidding. Oscar dies and he leaves and his daughter ends up inheriting all of the rights to the Grail writings. When she later passes, she decides to leave the writings to the International Grail Foundation instead of keeping it within the family, and her family is pissed. So the Grail, that's like their teaching? Yeah, so that's what their, 
they call themselves like the grail writings so the grail writings are what her father wrote because he founded the not cult but the movement oh right mm-hmm. yeah so her family is pissed about it not seeing the family and the cult starts to split up into smaller sects um sex 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 <laughs> that you were reading your abbreviation for section. Like, you don't have to do that. Not here. Wrong podcast. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. The leaders refer... Oh, man. Okay, so the cult starts splitting up into smaller cults. Is that better? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all under the same blanket the grail movement it's more like different denominations for christianity so this allowed members to begin independently interpreting bernhardt's ideas and reworking his ideas so that it fits their own personal agendas and this is how the cult began committing violent acts fine yeah so love that for them yeah this is yeah you know warping the words of somebody else vaguely familiar (laughs) almost like i've heard it before maybe 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 Okay, so this is where I need to say a trigger warning, and this is where it gets really, really bad, and I start talking about child abuse. Oh, my. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh. Um, so, yeah. After Clara, Catherine, Katharina, and Anna joined the ground movement, I am so sorry I'm butchering her name. And that's a, I feel like that's an easy name. Just say it again. With confidence, we cut the unconfident one problem solved. After Clara and Katharina and Anna joined the growl movement. Did I do it? That was right. Good. Um, they start to receive text messages from their secular leader. Um, in this in this specific sect, the leader is referred to as the doctor. So these women start getting text messages. They were instructed to practice cannibalism, Yuck. Mm-hmm, sexual promiscuity, and incest. Well, at least they were... I don't, I ain't got nothing. There's no way to twist that. (laughs) There's no way to twist that. Um, The sisters always said that they were destined to do God's work, so in their minds they were doing it. With all the incest and the cannibalism? Yeah. So I will say that both Clara and Katharina were both said to have schizophrenia, and they have said their entire lives that they were destined to do something great for God. Okay. Yeah. So that makes them like prime targets for this cult. Like, they could not have found anyone better randomly out of some (laughs) random university. Universities. (laughs) They'll get you every time. Yeah. They also state that the text messages told them to, told them, like, specific ways to torture the boys. So it wasn't just like a, hey, you should, you know, a reminder, this is what we talked about in our last sermon, you know, participate, you know, explore these acts. It was, like, literal, like, step by step instructions on what to do and I kind of wish I was able to find those text messages just to like be able to read examples but I was not able to find them probably for the best probably for the best but also my own curiosity really oh, wants no, to know sure I was gonna ask you if you had found them before you even said that <laughs> yeah which I mean it's 
great that I didn't, but also kind of sucks that I didn't. So Jacob and Andre were placed in cages in the basement. Oh my god. I know. Did I say their ages? It's okay, dude. It's gonna get so much worse, and I'm already like. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're they're young. They're very. Hi. They're like elementary school aged. I'll leave it at that. Um, they burned their limbs with cigarettes. They gagged them. They whipped them with belts. Tied them down. Left them naked, sleeping in their own feces. They were bathed in buckets of cold water. And then. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anna started feeding them like an exorbitant amount of food, so that they would fatten up and be able to use them for cannibalistic purposes. Oh my god, those poor babies. Mm-hmm. And Clara, their own mother, even skinned Andre and ate him like in front of him. What? Yeah. Like while he was alive? Yeah. In front of his own face? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What is wrong with you, Sabrina? It's, I, I told you this was a, this is a fucked I up story. I was gonna come here today, hear about some creepy little girl, <laughs> and be done with it. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, and what's even worse? Like the movie makes her look like this cute little, like you know, seven-year-old. And she doesn't, like, in real life, she looks like a creepy 13-year-old, like, psycho 13-year-old. But anyways, that's more fitting. Anyways. When they weren't kept in cages, I'm not done. I'm sorry. It's okay. When they weren't kept in cages, they were handcuffed to a table and forced to stand in their own urine for days. If either boy vomited, they were forced to eat it. I fucking knew you were going to say that shit. Oh, I'm sorry. And this went on. Creepy girl. Creepy little girl Barbara. She's just chilling, helping them do all this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Why did they skin her? Because, so she was the one who convinced them. To join the cult? Mm Mm-hmm. And do God's work? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's just so weird. Because, you know, I missed that chapter in the Bible where you skin kids alive and eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not following the Bible. They're following... Okay, whatever. God. Yeah. Yeah. So this torture went on for a year. Yeah, but they get caught. But they believed, Clara and Catherine and Barbara, or aka Anna, um, believed that their actions to be good deeds and needed in order to get into heaven because what they were doing was in God's name. And therefore, since it was God's name... Even if someone of the mortal realm can like considered it a crime, they would not be able to get charged because. Oh okay. Yeah, because. Daddy God said so. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. But okay, the Grail movement, movement cult, actually strongly disagreed with what they were doing. So who was sending those text messages? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll let you tell your story. <laughs> So the sisters were, so this, I don't know what um, led them to be kicked out of the movement because the original, like, overall parent grill movement didn't know about these specific actions. So they were doing other things within the community that forced them to kick get kicked out. I don't know what those were because I couldn't find anything about it. And obviously it was overshadowed by... 
yeah, this by story. The really shitty way that they were treating their kids mm-hmm. or her kids. So they were doing other awful things for the growl movement what? to be like, Shocker. no. <laughs> you skin your children, but you're not doing anything else pretty fucking horrible. Yeah. So the girl movement didn't agree with this, and the sisters were kicked out, along with Anna. And Arthur Zaplukai was a chief representative of the girl movement in Czech Republic at that time, and said that this was because they gradually added the grail message to their own images and fantasies, which is what we were talking about earlier. Um, And... At the time of them being kicked out, the sisters had already created their own sect and had 15 members. And apparently, Anna was being groomed to be, like, the idol for that sect. Like, I don't know what that really means. Like, I don't know, like, if she was a prophet for them or what. Well, idol in, like, a religious context, isn't that usually, like, something you worship? Yeah. But I don't know, like, why they picked her to be the idol. Because normally, like, you would... Because she probably did some manipulative-ass shit. Oh, she... To get herself yeah, in there. I guarantee you she did, because she was a psycho. So how long was this going on for? Like, a year, you said? Yeah. They were being tortured for a year. And on May 7, 2007, while the neighbors were using the same baby monitor that they had set up in the basement... Okay. What? All right. So... The sisters. I thought your water was going to fall over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought there was a spider. No. Okay, so the sisters, in order to see what was happening, and sisters and Anna, in order to see what was happening in the basement without actually having to be in the basement, set up a monitor so they could watch from the kitchen to see what torture was happening. Okay, hold on. So other people in their group were also torturing their kids. The kids. The two boys. No. So when one person would go torture the other one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So from my understanding is the room that they're in was a very small room. And it made it seem like that only one person could be down there at one time. Okay. So if you weren't the person down there, I could be very wrong. Um, I'm just inferring from the stuff that I read. Hey, you want to catch the matinee. Yeah. Of us eating. Right. Okay, cool. Right. Cool. Glad I... Fully understand that because it wasn't discussed in the first time. Yeah. So even though they weren't doing the torturing, they got to still indulge yeah, in the yeah, torturing. Okay. Woohoo, my fave. Yeah. They ended up having neighbors that were prepping to have a baby and they were setting up the monitor. But when they were trying to test it to see their own nursery, they weren't picking that up at all. And they were actually picking up the basement where the little boys were. And I saw one image and had to stop looking because it was awful. Like, it was uh. god-awful. So the neighbors see this, and they call 911. Hold on, I'm so sorry. What would you do if you turn on Storm's baby monitor and you see some creepy-ass shit in your neighbors? Like I would... Okay, first of all, I would call 911. Uh-huh. I would... <laughs> I would lock Storm and Rupert in the house with the dogs and I would go to like every person's house that I knew had a kid and would like knock on the door and try to figure out like whose kid it was because I know all the kids in the neighborhood so I feel like seeing in like the image I would be able to tell 
because like I can tell you each like who lives in each house but unless like I never had met them then that'd be a whole different thing but like my ass would be banging on doors and yeah, not me are gonna do that for me because i'm gonna be fucking blowing my eyes out yeah and i throw up as soon as someone opened their door just assuming <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i would uh, i would lose oh it God, Rup- to be fair though rupert would not let me be the one banging the doors like rupert no. would grab a sword or something and go bang on doors himself <laughs> <laughs> no but did i tell you that he did that in college no. okay so rupert when he is sleeping is so reactive like he like is it like he goes straight to violence in his sleep like i have caught things from him like in college when his roommate was walking the door in the middle of the night rupert would like wake up and try to throw his alarm clock at him because that's his first response is to like i'm going to attack someone who's about to try to attack me and i've like i've caught an alarm clock (laughs) going through little tanny's head it was so so i know but there was one night where because i lived in a really shitty uh, yeah, apartment complex yeah um there was one night there were a bunch of guys outside our door fighting and my old roommate and i were like because the, the front door was unlocked because we were idiots and never locked the front door so the first thing that we do is like run and lock the door mm-hmm. obviously they hear us locking the door and then so like hope and i are like pressed against the door and they're like you know jingling the doorknob but they're still like fighting so there's like this massive group that's fighting and then like two or three of them that like you know start jingling our doorknob and stuff because they obviously hurt us and yeah and then Rupert was asleep in the room so Hope like should not have been the person left there because she was like 90 pounds max (laughs) was like still leaned against the door and I go get Rupert I was like hey there's fighting outside our door like do we need to call cops like what are we supposed to do and I was just trying to get him to like you know get up and help us in case they try to like come in the door because that's what they were trying to do and the fucker wakes up half asleep like toddler walking towards the front door right he stops in the living room grabs a not even sharp sword off of the wall and then like pushes hope out of the door and goes to open the door and like gets it open like you know a couple inches or whatever and we like slam against the door and like have to lock it and he's like what are you guys doing and we're like, you can't just open the door with a fucking sword when people are trying to, like, break into our house. And he was like, oh, okay. Oh. And then just went back to sleep. Why do I need to know <laughs> about this? Why do you have a sword? It's Rupert. He Fair. he has chain mail and, like, Fair. an authentic helmet. It's and just that usually people have, like, a beat-your-ass bat by their door. Yeah, <laughs> no. Sword. We had a sword. Cool. Yeah. But luckily, like, once they, like, the bigger group realized that like people were watching they like dispersed but it was like a week later and I was home by myself well with Boomy and um the guy from across the hall where they were fighting was trying to like break into our house again so I had to like call like the front office and like all this stuff I know he was losing it at the door so like Xana is right now she's just reenactment <laughs> Boomy is a paid actor and we can't afford his rates no he's highfalutin that's for sure <laughs> so wow. wow yeah cool glad to know yeah to just walk into your house 
<laughs> like I did today and every other day I've come over. Yeah, well, when you come over, he's fully awake and oh, aware, no, so you're it's not going to die. But try it at like 2 in the morning. I'm sure you'll yeah, have no something thanks. wielded at your head. It's crazy because I actually really do, on some level, like my life enough to want to keep it. <laughs> yep, so that's how we protect ourselves in this house is with a sword. So beware. I know. Across the hall, neighbor, wherever you are. The person with the same baby monitor as me, we will find you. Find you. Hunt you down. I will be puking. Sabrina will be knocking. Ripper will have sword and shield in hand. Dead. (laughs) Okay. So the people who saw this over the monitor called the police like you would, right? And then the police began searching the town of Kareem, which is where they were. Um, they eventually make it to Morova's, the Morova's houses, house, not houses, and there were sisters, refused to open the door. Not suspicious no, not at all. a little bit. It probably wasn't them. Yeah, no, they are totally innocent in this entire situation. We have kids. We just have dinner. Who's, whose house am I even in? Like, this isn't my house. Yeah, so the firemen ends up, firemen end up breaking down the door. They search the house and they find the eight-year-old Andre bound in duct tape and very badly dehydrated. I guess at the time of the arrest, Andre was the only one down in the basement. Yeah. Um, And then authorities search the house. They find the other two children uh, and two other two. Did you catch that? Yeah, I got that. Um, And they take all three of them into custody. Fun. Andre, Jacob, and Anna. After this, all three children get placed into a children's home. Anna disguises herself as Adam, a 12-year-old boy, and runs away from the children's home. I don't understand how she was able to make that switch in the children's home. And I think, logically, that she would have been Anna in the children's home and then ran away to become and then became Adam after running away. But that's not what any of the articles said. It's, they all said that in the home, he was 12-year-old boy Adam. That's weird. Yeah. So I don't know how that worked. Yeah. And I think it's just like an oversight in details. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. I don't think anyone is that cunning, you know? She, as Adam, runs away. And there's this nationwide manhunt authorities to try to find Adam. And when she becomes Adam, she shaved her head and started binding so that she looked yeah. like a male. Uh, And then she was able to run away and enrolled in the Marion List School. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, in a different school after immigrating with her new father, Martin Farner, who is a member of the cult, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I was like, so she just went and enrolled herself in school? Yeah. Because yeah. when I had to enroll myself in school when I was a teenager, it was not that easy. <laughs> they want you to have parents or something. Yeah. So she had parents, supposedly. And so Martin was the actual father of the real Adam whose identity Barbara had stolen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Adam's real parents gave barbara adam's real passport and like other forms of identification to make sure that like she actually became adam so then let's think do you think maybe that the re that the way that the 
articles are wording it could be because they planned for this like that this whole time she was kind of set up to be posing as this if they got caught or if something happened that was like their plan was for her to fake pretend that she was this boy instead what do you mean well you're saying that all your articles say that she, when she got to the like oh place, so you're saying that like when she was you know taken away that they already had all these steps yeah, like, in what place if it was, like a backup plan for her to have that if like if you guys get caught or if anything happens like maybe we also don't know who all of like the status of any of the other members of the cult so maybe they had someone in like the police department as oh, yeah, well true. That yes. could have helped with that transition. This whole thing is sketchy, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Adam's real parents gives her all of everything, all identifications that she needs to actually become Adam. And Adam's real parents were also part of the cult and were ordered to help her escape, essentially. Like, the cult leader at the time told them okay. to, like, you got to do this. I thought they were kicked out of the cult. So, in their sect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so, the real Adam lived... <laughs> I wanted to get more details on this, but there was, like, nothing on him. Um, but it, the only thing I could find about the real Adam was that he lived in total security while Barbara was pretending to be him. I don't know what that means. Like, if he was just, like, on house arrest or if he was, like... Also in a cage. Yeah, or, like, own, truly like, imprisoned. Yeah. No idea. Gross. Yeah. Either one is not good. Right. And apparently while Barbara was pretending to be Adam at the new school, they said that she had, like, cancer and stuff like that. So it allowed her to get out of, like, the gym classes and things that, like, might accidentally represent her as female versus male. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Let's just cherry on top fake cancer yeah. well Fun. so the even the schools that the school that she was in they were like we were aware of her weird behavior we you know tried addressing it we contacted the parents or whatever but a, like if when you have the parents saying like yeah they have she has cancer you know like you like, you have to go by what the parent is saying you know like you can't just be like mm, she doesn't have cancer go to gym class you know God. Yeah, so they were... There's easier ways to get out of gym class. <laughs> Ask any high school teenage girl. Right. Only bring flip-flops, forget your sneakers, exactly. you know? Like, yeah. But yeah, apparently, like, the school was aware and they just couldn't do anything because the father, the, her <laughs> new father, her fake father, was just going along with everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it ended up taking eight months to track down Barbara... Um, and she was found in a town called Tromo. Trom? No, that's wrong. I practice this. Tromsa. You did great. Thanks. And once she was found, she was extradited back to the Czech Republic. After being arrested, <clears throat> so when she was extradited back to the Czech Republic, at that time the sisters were also arrested. And so when they arrested originally, it's okay. So it's really wonky. Okay. Okay, so they first get arrested. Okay, this was in my fun facts thing, but it fits okay, here. Well, yeah, no, 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 okay. it fits here. So first they were arrested for deceiving the children's home. So I guess 
putting her in as because the sisters knew that it was Barbara they put her in as Anna or Adam or whoever she was being at that point and not actually Barbara so they were arrested for deceiving a children's home they were released and not charged and then immediately arrested for the child abuse charges okay yeah I was gonna say so they just thought that whoopsie daisies he got in a cage by himself yeah so it was I think it was their way of trying to like maximize charges maybe no I get it or trying to like they have a different legal system than we do yeah but also like so Clara and Katharina were arrested first so I wonder if they were doing those charges to keep them in prison while they were trying to get all the evidence mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and also get Barbara back I don't know. I also don't know their legal stuff. So once they were arrested for the child abuse, they all started blaming each other. Um, Yeah. So Clara was said that she was brainwashed by the doctor, which again was that person who was texting them how to torture their kids. And then the police tracked the number from the text messages and found out it actually belonged to her sister, Katarina. And Not it, what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be Barbara. Yep. That's what I was expecting, too. But it was actually the sister. So their own aunt. That is so fucking disgusting. Right. Right. And this is, like, this is beyond, like, I know there are, like, symptoms of schizophrenia yeah, that can become violent. Right. And that's all. This is way past that. Yeah. And then Barbara said that she was brainwashed and also tortured by the sisters because she's, you know, 13. No one believed that. The courts didn't even, like... So, did they figure out that she was not actually 13? Yes. Okay. So, when she so was doing this... So, when she was Adam, um, they did a genetic testing on her and found out that it was she, he, at the time, yeah. was not Adam or Anna, but actually Barbara. Okay. So, weird question. Uh, not weird question. I don't know why I said it like that, because it's not weird at all. But did the sisters know that she was actually Barbara? Did you say that? Okay. So the, those were the three theories at the beginning. Right, where one... Because I got this idea that if the sisters did know that she was Barbara and she was actually 33 at any point, what if that's why they were trying to make her the idol? Because she wasn't aging. Oh. And so they're like, oh, eternal youth or something. I don't know. Like, whatever. Maybe that's, that's a like good point. just fucking weirdo thing. That's a good point. Anyway. Fun fact. Okay, do it. <laughs> uh, fun fact. The leader of their sect is actually Barbara's father. Biological father? Biological father. He became the leader in 2007, which is also when they got caught. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think that... So she just had nepotism. That's yeah. why she's the idol. Yeah, yeah. She put all this energy into trying to figure, make it work. And it's just good old-fashioned nepotism. Yep. But, like, also, if we think about that, if, what if she was just, like, at the university scouting for... Yeah, for sure. And then for she could sure. play off the, like... I'm just a cute little girl. Take me home. And yeah. And brainwash. Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't say brainwashes, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But so it 
But there's also something that said that in order to join the cult, they were forced to, or they told that their initiation was to adopt Barbara, even though as a 13-year-old instead of a 33-year-old. didn't know that she was not who she says she was. I bet you. Okay, hear me out. If I can. <laughs> if I might. Take the mic. Sorry for a moment. What if little cult daddy and Barbara had this whole plan the whole time and this is how they got people in like suckered people in these sisters or whatever one of the people she manipulates into adopt adopting her taking her in whatever they don't know for a long period of time while they're in this cult up until the they are initiated and into it that barbara is barbara and not a 13 year old girl and it's all just part of their plan maybe or i yeah, maybe. What do you think? Tell I me. think that... I think the opposite. I think that the, she scouts them. They meet her first as Barbara, right? Mm-hmm. She smooshes, smooshes, sure. convinces them <laughs> to join this cult. And then after they're in their this cult, they come up with the plan to adopt Barbara as a 13-year-old. And so, okay. So I think... Barbara and the dad have always planned to torture the, ch- the children, right? But I think that Katerina was in on it a lot sooner than Clara was, and they had to convince Clara to join oh, the cult. Okay. That yeah. Sense. That's okay. my theory. Fair. But I think that just because of how much more involved Katerina is, I think that she was probably in the cult first. Yeah, you're probably right. Right? And then told Barbara to manipulate her sister by pretending to be a 13 mm-hmm. yeah. but how katarina got involved with the cult to she's begin with magic. i don't she's know she's fucking sadistic she's probably she probably sniffed that shit out yeah like oh you guys are some sadistic fucks <laughs> i'm in <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how do all these evil people find each other? It's just like they're that. just drawn. They have like saying, some spider just, sense that tingles their way to them. That's what I'm saying. It's just how any other evil person finds another evil person. So. Yeah. I have like all these like lists of people on the tip of my tongue that I want to say, but then I'm like, no, I want to do one on them. No, I want to do a podcast <laughs> on them. I'm not telling your story right fucking now. Uh, save it for another day. So, anyways. Okay. So. They all get charged with child abuse after being released um, for fooling the... Oh, deceiving the children. So, I'm sorry. I should use the correct terminology. Um, Clara gets nine years. Um, Katerina gets ten years. And Barbara only gets five years. Oh, because she's just a baby. Well, it doesn't make sense, though, because, like, in the court, she's 33, right? Yeah. And she was guilty on the child abuse, which was all the same stuff that Clara and Katerina was going Maybe, but I'm assuming Katarina got a, a year more because of the whole pretending to be the doctor thing. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. Unfortunately, now all three women are free. Cool. You know what helps me sleep at night? This is not an ad. It's knowing that these three evil fucking bitches are just out there doing whatever they want yeah. to do. They, got, they were able to get parole first, too. Like, why would you give, like, known child abusers, like, with video evidence, parole? Do you know where they are now? They are still in the Czech Republic, I think. We're never vacationing there. Yeah, it was never on my list. <laughs> just kidding. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really ridiculous how they were, I don't know. First of all, nine and ten years does not seem harsh enough. Like. No, but. Because, I mean, isn't that like attempted murder on some level? Okay. Right? I'm not going to say the name because I am truly going to do this movie and it has a real story and it's not because I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> but. There was a similar thing that happened in, like, fucking Ohio. It wasn't a cult, but horrible abuse. Kid dies, and they get nothing, basically. Uh, I'll tell it to you. Don't worry. Uh, and you're going to watch the movie all about it. Don't worry. Uh, I don't understand. I just don't understand how, like, the court system can allow that to happen. Obviously, this isn't in, like, an American court system. Right, but, I mean, but... like, it happens here, too. Right. And, like, all those, oh, my God, you remember that really sad sad documentary that was going around during COVID about that little boy who's no. mom like tortured. Good, don't watch it. What is it though? I'm just kidding. I didn't watch it either because it's sad. Well, now I'm going to watch it. It's like Gabriel something. I... Oh, I've heard the story. Yeah, I've read all about it. I couldn't watch it because, you know, um, yeah. I do not have... Yeah, I listened to a podcast episode about it and was like... Yeah, let me look it up because I feel bad not actually... Sorry. Yeah, that is an awful story. Right. Okay, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Yes. That was the one. Yeah. I did not watch it. Um, I didn't realize there was a documentary about it, but I heard all about it. Yeah, it's uh, like a little Netflix miniseries. Everybody was talking about how horrible it was. I do not have a stomach for child abuse. I cannot watch. I, I yeah. hate it. So I did not watch it, but I read everything I could get my hands on about it because, like, I wanted to know about it, obviously. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> horrible but if i remember correctly also she didn't get a lot of like i mean not what i feel like was sufficient i have questions i'm not gonna ask them now because i know you're gonna cover it i I don't know that i'll do that one but well yeah because it's like a tv series which our plan is to do tv series on patreon yeah but i'd have to watch it so we'll see if i can get the guts to do that maybe i'll watch it and then you can just do the research on it yeah so if i'm gonna we'll do split up the it's gonna be abducted in plain sight because that was the best was that what it's called the one where the guy took the girl and he got he slept with the mom and got the dude to or the dad to give him a hand job i have no idea what you're talking about oh. <laughs> you didn't watch it i think i'm like 99 sure it's abducted in plain sight where the little girl is taken. Oh, whatever, dude. I'm not doing this. I will be on this forever. It is abducted in plain sight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Family friend from church. I got to stretch my leg out. Sorry. Let's eat. That's what the couch is for. Um, yeah, dude. is like friends with the parents from church or whatever. And he has like, he befriends them because he's into their, he's a child predator. He's into their daughter. And Ugh. he hooks up and has an affair with the mom and gets the dad to give him a hand job because he just needed a little relief. You know how you just give your buddy a hand job when he hasn't gotten any for a while. From your wife in a while. <laughs> okay, I've never I've never heard of that. So. I will not tell any more details because it is worth telling on the podcast in its entirety. But oh my gosh. Excellent documentary if you... Is it a documentary or a movie? Okay. Yeah, it's a documentary chef's kiss oh so good okay the story is horrible i just want to clarify that i do not think there's anything 
wonderful about a little girl being abducted and violated in the way that she is. I'm saying that the production of the documentary, the documentary itself is so good. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to watch that. Future Patreon. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. I will let you talk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went through all of my fun facts in the thing because I couldn't like wait to. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no, fun fact. Barbara's biological brothers, not Andre and Jacob, were also part of the cult. And I couldn't figure out what they had done specifically, but they were also imprisoned for... One was for five years and one was for seven years. Is the cult still a thing? Okay, so apparently it's still active in America. Oh, cool. So they took it, like, you know, overseas. Wonderful. Yeah, and it originated... Nope, that's wrong. It's also still active in Nigeria. Oh, so we're international. Yep. Cool. Love that. Yep. Wonderful. That just... Hopefully they're not killing anybody anymore. Well, that's fair. And like I said, hopefully they were like, figured out that maybe the child abuse thing just wasn't working yeah. out. And they can do other annoying things by themselves that doesn't hurt people. Because have whatever you want. Be in a cult. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Keep that shit away from me. Stop my kids. Yeah. yeah. Just do your thing without. Don't force it on other people. Or just hurting people. Yeah. Just don't do that. Do Make that a part of your Ten Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last fun fact. And you're going to hate me because okay. I'm going to make you go to the theaters. What? A prequel movie. Oh my fucking god. Is coming out August 19th. No! Yes! <laughs> Today no. is August 16th. No. And last weekend. This is my birthday weekend. Last. We not seeing a scary movie. Last weekend, Elizabeth watched The Black Phone with me and her niece because she loves us so much. Oh, I think watch is a very generous <laughs> term for what i did and now she gets to watch the prequel movie it's called orphans first kill because she loves me so much and it's for the podcast it's definitely not because you just did this episode you can't retell the story but i will go see it because i'm a <laughs> Ugh, whatever <laughs> whatever because you love me so much Ugh. you know what I found out after we went and saw that movie on Sunday. We could have just watched it in the comfort of our own home on Peacock. It is on there right now. I have a subscription to watch Love Island. So (laughs) we could have just watched it where I could easily cover my eyes better. And it's also on Voodoo, like super cheap. So we could have gotten it on there yeah, too. It's the experience, and I'm so I'm so glad that we got to go. I had a fun time. It was really fun with. Autumn. I was really excited to hear other people also scream "fuck" and not just me. Yeah. Uh, every time you, go- I watched about two percent of the movie <laughs> with my eyeballs. The rest of it was just hearing it. And the only reason I love Autumn, Autumn, I love you. She was talking to me a lot during that movie. Yes, that she totally, was. That is totally fine because, you know, I get it. I process by being a little bitch who covers her eyes with her jacket and doesn't watch it. And I understand and respect that that's how she processed the movie by talking. Totally cool. In an ideal scenario, though, I would have had my ears plugged, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I did hear the whole movie. 
and have Autumn's commentary. <laughs> and then she would say, like, oh, I really like his mask. And then you know what I did? You looked. looked at it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because I love her and I wanted her to think I was cool. No, I didn't. I didn't care. <laughs> this is so far out the window. Oh, my God. The entire time I kept hearing, are you shaking? No, it's oh fine God. if you're shaking. But are you shaking? No, because, oh, my God. Yeah, because I got scared because I put my thing down thinking nothing was happening because I would watch the parts where he wasn't in the basement when yeah. he was out. And um, I took my thing down at the wrong time and I got scared. <laughs> so my heart is fucking racing. And we are sharing a chair in front of us to put our feet on. Uh-huh. And so my I'm shaking like a leaf because I'm so fucking scared. <laughs> and she's like, she leans over. She said, are you shaking right now? She was like, no, it's, it's okay if you are. I don't care. I just wanted to ask. Yeah. That was fucking terrifying, actually. <laughs> Thank you for your concern, though. I'll survive somehow, but I'm fucking terrified. So then I go home, and I think, I love Sabrina. I'm so grateful she picked a movie showing in the middle of the day. I have all day to forget about what I just fucking half watched slash listened to. <laughs> I will not think about this movie ever again. Best movie ever. And you know what I do? I lay in my bed and I'm thinking about nothing relating to that movie. And my little intrusive thought is like, hey, remember, you're not supposed to be thinking about that scary movie you fucking watched <laughs> earlier. So let's think about how we're not going to think about it. Sound good? Yeah, fuck scary movies. Yeah. You know what I did right before going to bed? I watched two episodes of Evil. You sleep. You know what I was telling people at work? We were talking about how you went to see the scary movie because of course everyone knows I hate it. It is a personality <laughs> trait of mine to hate scary movies. And I was telling them about how you guys used to make me watch scary movies when we were kids. All the fucking time. Now, after we would watch it, I would make you guys watch Up With Me. Oh, my that gosh. That was my comfort movie to make me calm down and fall asleep. Hated that movie. And then they were like, Up is your comfort movie? You're disgusting. That's such a sad movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you would fall asleep before it got sad. Exactly. And you only stayed awake until the, I was hiding under your porch because I loved you. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That's a good movie. I wish that was based on true events. I think I would have liked it if you didn't quote it to me constantly. She only did it because she knew it got on my nerves. But you literally made me watch scary movies all the time and still do. I have yet to make you watch it. Your presence, it's comforting. That's why I'm not as scared as you are. Don't turn this around like you're being sweet. (laughs) How dare you? I love you. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> it's okay. I love you too. And everybody who wants to listen to our podcast. That yeah. Would be great. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Based On Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>